Oh, there goes my chimes. Hmm. Don't you, did you hear that? You're talking over our intro. Welcome to Generation Tech. I'm Todd Brinker. As always, I'm joined here with my father, Jack Brinker. I hope you enjoy. Today is Episode 9 on September 8th as we record. How you doing today, Dad? Doing good, Todd. And you? Doing all right. Yeah, I know when I play the intro music, you don't hear it. uh, But it's playing and and being recorded, and then I do the intro. And it's like, you know, hey, we're loosey-goosey here. (laughs) Don't have to worry yeah. about it too much, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, we, we try try to be stay. professional. Yeah, as long as you're staying out of the flames, man. That's all I hear about California is you're just burning up out there. Yes, the entire state. If you look at the Cal Fire website, it, they've got little like little flames everywhere. There's a fire, and it's just dotting the whole state it's up and down the state there's fires everywhere of some sort so i'm glad i don't live in the mountains hey you know i last time i was on that site it wasn't just california it was nevada Mm -hmm. and arizona and you know it was all all over the southwest it wouldn't have been the cal fire site because that would be california fires but but yeah but uh yeah no we we're getting oh they show like border states maybe huh yeah, I think they just included. Uh, actually, I think it must be affiliated with some national or federal agency because yeah, it. I'm had sure, they're all tied in. Yeah, I'm sure they're all tied in, um, or you know, they maybe tie in through like the National Forestry Department or something. But uh, yeah, California yeah. in our area, there's a lot burning. Um, the closest fires are forty to fifty miles away, and yet it is. It if you go outside, it almost looks like it's overcast outside. It's dark. Like like it would be on a cloudy day, but it's smoke that is blocking the sun, and it is kept at about ten degrees cooler, which is uh, 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 one small silver lining in this. In that we've had uh, 115 degree days, and it's supposed to be back into the hundreds and the lower 100s and the high 90s um, this week. And yesterday, because of the fires, instead of being over 100, which is what was originally projected, I think the high was 87. Um, which wow, uh, find the flames, huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, but boy, I got a feel for the people that are out there fighting those fires. You know, in hundred pounds of gear to protect themselves in hundred plus degree heat, out there trying to okay. you know keep keep the 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 world from burning and protect homes and uh, yeah, you know, lots uh, of stuff going on. So, um, without further ado, I want to go to something that's tech that actually just broke this morning. I don't even know if it's on your radar or on your list yet, but Apple has announced that they will be holding their their September event on September 15th as a virtual event. So there will be a digital-only oh, really? Apple event on September 15th at 10 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, if you go to the um, uh, Apple events page, it's apple uh, www.apple.com slash apple hyphen events. Uh, you will see the information, and you, there's a link you can click on to add it to your calendar. So uh, yeah. this is the expected uh, iPhone 12 or 11s if they stick with their previous numbering um as well as possibly some new um uh ipads there's still conversation about air tags coming out uh over the ear headphones and obviously they they usually also include a new apple watch that has some new functionality on it so uh we will see what what happens but it's 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 the 15th 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I, I have my Mac Daily News up, and that's the top thing on the list. It just came out at 11.57, right. according to this, so it's not mm-hmm. minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we literally caught it. Um, it was, uh, the, the, the article I have was, uh, well, that, that time is when your article was posted, because 11, so that would right. have been, what, uh, 8.57 our time? If you go to the Mac Rumors site, they paste posted at 8:36. They probably announced it at 8 o'clock. Uh they probably just, yeah. you know, made the made the page live. It's like, you know, all this stuff was all planned and prepped beforehand. Sure. And so, yeah, yeah, a week from today, this time next week, um in fact, why don't we plan on next week instead of doing Monday? Let's let's do our uh record, why don't we right after the event so we can talk about it. Oh, that sounds good. Uh I so will we'll, be out of town, you know. We'll be up in Virginia. I did not know. Share. But that's okay. okay. I'm taking the computer, and I'm assuming I'll have Wi-Fi. And if I don't, I don't know what I'll do. But okay, well, we'll Wi-Fi. talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it and see what happens in terms of that. Uh, worst case, and I know this has nothing to do with the show. It's all just logistics. But um, we can you can call in with the phone if you have to. So we'll figure that out. Um, yep. I can set that up. I don't have it set up all the time, but it's not hard for me to set up and bring you into the system that way. So uh, should that be the case, then we will do that. So, um Cool. Well, so Apple event. Their, what do you think of their? What do you think of their their techie uh, symbology for time flies? That's the that's the name of the event. And time then they got flies, this swirly huh? kind of artsy thing, and you know, yeah, UV that's an, an apple. Major one time. It's an apple, and uh, if you if you view it from an yeah. iPad or from an iPhone, you can view it in AR, and you can spin around it and see it from different directions, and it morphs. From uh, uh, nine fifteen, which is the date of the event, to the apple, depending on which angle you look at it through the uh, AR. So it's pretty cool. It's an AR object that, when looked at on end, looks like an apple, but when you swing around to one side of it, looks like a nine fifteen. Well, that's that. It look must just be a photo on Mac Daily News. So I probably have to go to Apple sites in order to do that. That's that's what I just said. Yeah, the image you're going to see on 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 most places because they don't have the AR engine behind it to render it as a 3D image. So you have to go uh, to the event site, the event page, and you have to do it from an iPhone or an iPad. And if you do that, well, that's what. Yeah. Then you yeah, can. I, I'm looking at it from an iPad, but I still don't see that effect. Okay. Where it says are you are you on I'm, the Apple page? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now Apple. tap tap the uh, tap the image. Well, I'm not getting anything. I don't know what's going on. View recent Apple events. It says below it, but I'm not. I must hmm. not be at the right what, place. I'm uh, playing with it right now. Oh, okay, there I, it is. So now it's morphing and it's in uh, 3D and sitting on my desktop. Well, while morphing, and I can wrap around it to see it from different directions. So, hmm. yeah, I went to the www.apple.com/slash/apple-events and. Uh, and then you tap on the, the and it, and when you do that, you get a page that says Apple event, come join us at Apple Park, blah, blah, blah. And then it's got the drawing. Tap on the drawing, and it'll then go into just, just, AR mode. Just, 
Well, the problem is, is that I'm I I didn't. Yeah, I'm on an Apple site, but I don't know which one. It's got all the previous Apple events listed here, but I can't get out of this thing. Yeah, uh, the pre. Well, can... this one lists at the top of that page. It says Apple event, and it has that image, that blue image with the the right. squiggly apple, and, right? And tap on and the blue image with the squiggly calendar. apple. Tap on the blue image with. Nothing happens. It just huh. it double tap. It comes out forward to me, or it just goes back. Doesn't do anything. Really, I tap it one time, and the screen goes blank, and it pops up into a new screen that has a slider at the top that says AR and object, and the Apple thing is sitting there, and it now animates, and I can now scan around it and look at it as if it was sitting in 3D space in front of me. Hmm. Okay, technology fail. Technology fail. Oh, you know what? You have you have. You have an older iPad. The original version of the iPad may not support it. I bet you, if you did it yeah. with your Apple i your Apple phone, because that's the first one that have, that really supported the AR stuff, right? Okay. Well, let me let me, yeah let me go to the Apple phone, and yeah. uh, let's see where I like what will I bring up here. I need to bring up uh, Safari, I guess, and then bring up. Uh, uh, something here. How am I gonna? Uh, Apple. Uh, I want to get out of. So, while you're doing that, this is incredibly horrible. Uh, podcast. <laughs> Listening to somebody try to figure it out is. how to solve a technical <laughs> problem that they can't see or care about. Go to the website if you're listening. Try it yourself probably have to use a fairly modern iPad or iPhone. I don't think you can do it on an older one. Has to be one that has the uh probably has to be one that has the um uh the chip that does the uh the AR the stuff AR. inside of it. Yeah. And and I, yeah, I well, couldn't my... tell you which models those are off the top of my head, but give it a try. Well, so, in this event, what are you most looking forward to hearing about or seeing? In this oh to, yeah, what do you expect? I mean, we're talking about. Well, yeah, I'm, what do you I'm expect and in, what are you looking I'm forward to? I'm always more interested in the iPad, uh, but I expect that they'll spend more, much of their time on the iPhone uh, with the, uh, with the uh, new. Uh, now I can't even think of a five, what's it called? The G5? Oh, 5G, 5G uh, radios. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're also expecting that because the phones will have a LiDAR scanner in it like the newest iPad did. Yeah. So uh, the the other thing that I'm really curious about all of this is, is are they dropping, because of the COVID thing, are they dropping the, uh, uh, the initialize unlock feature uh, using video Face. to uh, to a touch thing? Because if they don't, I think that they're they're going to really cut their sales. I mean, I think that's a biggie. Well, I think they they have the iPhone SE, which still has the fingerprint scanner on it for those who really want that. And I think that they can't, you don't change the direction of your company for something that you believe is transient. So I think that they believe that, that people are not going to be wearing masks forever and that, you know, that the face ID will go better. And maybe... This this is a big maybe, but maybe if they they um, uh, you know start 
put better um, scanners on there, scanners like infrared scanners and stuff, then having a mask on won't matter. That they'll see the face underneath. You know, but there's yeah, also been rumors cool. that they're going to put a touch sensor underneath the glass, right, so that you could do right. both. Uh, I, I think they need to add the touch sensor. They don't have to get rid of the other one, but they've got to give you the option, which I yeah. have on, on a number of applications on my devices already. For example, my bank, they allowed me to <clears throat> say I wanted to use a visual image, but I found uh-huh. it to be slower, and I just went back to the touch thing uh, there. But the, so but the it, problem there is that you don't have a device that does both. You either have touch uh, ID or face <laughs> ID. No, no, I, I do. I, while I'm while the face thing was in, if I put my finger on it, it comes up faster. So it's going to the touch for speed. If you touch the touch ID, then it overrides the other one. That's the way the bank worked, the bank app. You Apple does not make and never has made a device that has both in it. Well, somehow U.S. Now, they, bank app has a system where they have a priority, and if something comes up on the touch sensor... It suddenly forgets where everything it's going, and it goes and does it, does the touch. Because I, I think you, you're. It, it, well, it's really I bank I like with, that. I, I too bank with USAA, and I think you're mistaken. I think what happened is you, if it was when you switched it to touch sensor, it didn't do anything uh, by face until the touch sensor was activated, and if you were using a device that didn't have. Uh, face ID, then the face ID wasn't activated until you hit the touch sensor, which is why it then did something. Hmm. You, I, I, well, you, you I, get one or the other. You can't get both. Not on an Apple device. I, I, I guess I don't quite understand uh, that uh, you're, you're saying that Apple has one thing that calls itself the identifier or something like it's that. The it's the authenticator, app, right? You're one way of authenticating. And, and, Correct. And, and and Apple controls that means is what you're saying. Yeah, because they tie I, it I, into their I, secure their, their secure enclave on the chip. It's tied into that secure enclave on the chip on on a chip on the device. And Apple has okay. not and has not to this point so ever sold a device that has both touch ID and face ID on it. You get one or the other. Well, what what I was doing I'm sure convinced me that I had a choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, now I'll that doesn't mean look at it now. That doesn't mean that USAA maybe didn't say activate the camera and we'll look at your face and we'll decide if that's you. So they could do that themselves yeah. within their own app or or yeah. with their own servers. But then you have no idea how. I mean, you trust your bank obviously, but I mean, how secure that is because it's not using the built-in authentication and secure enclave on the Apple device. And my guess is Apple doesn't allow that. I don't think that's allowed. You're not allowed to do um, um, well, I don't know. That's not necessarily true though. If they, I don't think you can do it with the developer's kit. I think the developer's kit won't allow you, but I guess you could probably program whatever you wanted if you went around it. If you didn't use the APIs. If you don't use Apple's APIs. Which I guess you don't well, have to as a bank. I mean, as long as you're using their developer's kit and don't break their rules. You know, unlike the Epic people, right? Who broke the rules on purpose yeah. to see what would happen. <laughs> guess what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, 
you're you're thinking that they're going to cover the whole rip waterfront that's what you've read about this this gathering this event on the 15th i mean what do you mean by whole waterfront much, meaning it's not just an iphone event it's it's several devices or well, generally speaking, what they've done in the past is that the September event is iOS-related things, which means that would be uh, okay. TVOS, oh. WatchOS, iPadOS, and iOS. Those four are all derivatives of iOS, right? And so those things were handled in September. And then if they did something that was macOS, it usually wasn't at this. They would either do it the next month in October or at some other time, or just do a news release. So, yeah. well, that that's a whole different crowd there. That that's a tech, real tech crowd, and the rest of them are consumers. Right, so this and that's why I think event. they, I think that's why they draw that line because, yeah, the, the, I mean, now that said, I don't believe that that's the, the case because as much as they want the world to be using iPads instead of quote computers, uh, and they have commercials to that effect. You know, go on any college campus on the planet and walk around just, you know, seeing who uses what computers and what they're using. Yeah. And there aren't very many people sitting around with an iPad of any kind as their only computing device. You know, college kids have to type papers and they want good keyboards and a, you know, well-built, rugged computer that will last them through all of college. And and by and far, they're, they're using Apple laptops. Yeah, that, that's why I got all the grandkids... Uh... Apple computers when they get right. graduate from high school, yeah, and that, and that's cool. and that was probably the most functional thing you possibly could have given to them because every one of them has used that, and most of them are still using those same exact devices. Right. You know, I know my 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 two children of your grandkids are the uh, the oldest and the third old fourth oldest right the oldest and the fourth oldest right. and and they're still using yeah. those computers and they're working fine. I mean, they've run, I've, yeah. we've had to do some, you know, some some reinstall of operating systems and updates because, you know, they have limited storage space and stuff. You know, MacBook Airs don't have tons of storage. And so, you know, there was a little bit of that, and a little bit of learning curve on how to manage your storage as they filled and, them up. And, but, it, uh, and, and of the ones I bought, the only one that didn't get an error was Alex. He wanted a pro, so uh, he got that because he paid for part of it. Right. I Actually, Reagan did the same, too. She has a pro. Oh, is that they right? both have they both have 13 inch Mac Pros, yeah, and I don't know. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Reagan is still using it. I don't know if Alex is still using that computer or whether he's upgraded to something. You know, sim- oh, subsequently. I would expect he would have. He, he yeah, he's pro- most surely is upgraded. Yeah, that would be my guess, but I don't know that for a fact because I haven't asked him. So, but uh, but yeah, of of your grandkids, he's the one that is most technically inclined as we are and so he's the one who would be more likely to say i need something better more powerful and he's a programmer you know he's a software engineer and so um you know although it's not like he brings his work home because he does you know government contract work Uh he can't and so yeah you know his his home laptop is probably mostly you know him dinking around on his own and and so he probably you know he doesn't need a ton of horsepower either so because the serious programmers yeah. don't want don't want laptops anyway. They want a desktop that's going to be able to compile massive amounts of code and do it quickly. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah I'm looking forward to that show. I always like that's that's a milestone event, and you, you don't want to buy anything before that because you'll get something that might change your mind, right? 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, it, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gritted my teeth when when uh, friends or even family members have gone and said, oh, hey, look, I just got a new phone. And when we're in like late August, it's like, no, (laughs) couldn't you have waited two weeks? Well, my phone died. I had nothing. Go buy a $25 burner phone. You know, just just wait. You know, I've got an old, old phone that's a piece of garbage, but you can borrow that for a couple of weeks. Don't buy a phone in August. Never. Yeah, it's just like uh, there's a, a the new iMac 27-incher with colossal power yeah. and gorgeous display. You know, it says, well, there was a, and it was interesting. I was scanning through the, the comments after that, and people were talking about, oh, it's so tempting, so tempting, you know. <laughs> or I, yeah. one guy, I just bought something, you know. It was a, the, the, the pro version, you know, spent a lot more right. money on it. So he was kind of regretting that he'd done that. Uh but then it got down to the bottom, and somebody says, "You know, who's going to resist the temptation to get the the new uh, Apple Silicon?" You know, <laughs> right? I mean, exactly. Apple, yeah, Apple knowing that they're going to be changing their architecture completely in the next year, you'll be able to get an iMac. Uh, you know, year to eighteen months, a new iMac that that ha- runs completely differently is probably going to be significantly faster and re-engineered as the newest and the latest and the greatest. Um, well, and, and the other the main comment that I saw mm-hmm. was at least one guy, and I don't know where he got the number. He said five times performance. You know, that's yeah. probably a bit optimistic, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's been some benchmarks on the on the uh, development systems that are out there to say, you know, this is how much more power or speed you're getting out of them, those kinds of things. So that remains to be seen. But, but, but I, I enjoy these articles sometimes mostly just for mm-hmm. what the, the response I see from the reviewers, you know, of the article, because that, that yeah. kind of gives you a flavor for the thinking in the community, you know. Right. Yeah. What's going on with them? You know, I mean, quite frankly, the new one is probably almost as fast as that that iMac Pro. But the iMac Pro was re-architected internally so that it cools much better. This new one was not. It doesn't have the same architecture as the iMac Pro. It has the same architecture as the previous iMac, which means that you're more likely to have fans spinning up to cool it down. And if you're in an environment where you need it to be quiet, then an iMac Pro might be worth the extra money if you're, say, in a recording studio or something where you need that silence. Um, so, you know, you just have to make sure what your reasons are for getting something and, and determine whether or not it makes sense for you, you know, or what makes sense for you. Um, likewise, yeah. you know, I mean, I if if my computer died today and I had, you know, I, well, I would just switch to my laptop or something until until uh, uh, Apple hardware, you know, Apple silicon was available. But I mean, you know, right. if I was in a biz- if I were running a business and I had an employee who needed a computer. I would go get one of these new Macs because it's going to be fine for years. It will still continue to work, and Apple's going to continue to support it probably for at least half a decade. I mean, they're not going to just drop yeah. support for Intel Macs, you know, because they came out with a new Mac, you know, in six months. They're going to continue to support these. They're going to be great computers for you and work exactly as you need them to for a long period of time. Um, you know, if yeah. I, if I can, if I'm in a situation where I can wait, I absolutely would. If I'm not in a situation yeah. where I can't, I'm, you know, I'm not going to have an employee sitting twiddling his thumbs while I wait for, you know, Apple to ship some new hardware that may or may not be coming in some time in the future, you know? Yeah. So just all depends on your yeah. situation. Which yeah. uh, I was going to say mm-hmm. uh, with regards to the uh, news on the iPhone model 12, 12 models, 
like iPhone 12 mm-hmm. models that are com- going to be yeah. announced. Yeah, presumptive is, 12, are, are because... Been, Go ahead. Well, it's, it's at least it's already been released that only the one phone, the largest model, uh, is going to have the fastest 5G, and that's because of power consumption and the fact they can put a bigger battery in the bigger phone, as and uh, not that many people will need that much the, the speed okay. that you gain by the... Uh, May I correct that. that slightly? It has not already been released. It is rumored. Nothing has been released from okay. Apple. They have not said anything about anything. It is rumored that it will only be in the large oh. one, and there's the reasoning for it as you gave. But Apple might come out yeah. and surprise everybody and say, you know, no, we put it in the pro phones, both the large and the small, and not in the non-pro phones. You know, And they're also presumptively calling it I- iPhone 12. But Apple has traditionally gone 11 to 11S. So this might be an 11S. You don't know. Um, we don't know that either. You know, the assumption also well, is is that these are going to have a different physical design, and that that's why they will change the number. But we don't know that. It's all just guessing right now. Sometimes well, the guessing is really good. And anyway, there's some words in this article that don't mm-hmm. lead you to believe this is just speculation. It says Apple plans to roll out the total of four 5G phones with three different screen sizes. Yeah, that's Apple what plans. they say. It didn't say, you know. Right, but so does I, it? I, did Apple say that? No. No. The, these are based on two guys that are uh, Lolly Lee and Cheng Ting-Fang, uh, are mm-hmm. Asian reviewers that apparently have some stature. <laughs> yeah, well, and a lot of these guys have insides in the assembly factories. And so, you know, yeah. they've got somebody in the assembly factory that, you know, they they pay on the download to uh, to uh, tell them, hey, what's going through there? Give me a copy of one of these. Sneak one out. So, I, you know, people are risking their, their livelihoods to, uh, yeah. to get these rumors out because they get paid for them. And, uh, you know, and so, you know, other things that they're talking about is a an updated uh, HomePod, possibly smaller one. Um yeah, you know, we'll see if that comes out. That's also an iOS-based device. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. You know, it, it's it's in the past we've had events where it was almost depressing to watch the event because literally everything that had been rumored was exactly as they had rumored it. There's also <laughs> been events when they and where we thought we knew everything, and then Apple says, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're going to invent invent an entirely new programming language." And and in, include the that into our integrated development environment. Surprise, <laughs> you know. Sure. And everybody goes. Bleh. By, by <laughs> the way, what the the rumored lidar? What what can you tell me about that uh, functionality? Yeah, well, it already exists in the most recent iPad Pros, and it's Apple. I wouldn't even say doubling down, tripling, quadrupling down on the idea of of. Um, uh, AR of the you know they are um, augmented reality the idea that you can take things that are virtual and place them visually in the real world and the suspicion the rumors have it that this is all basically Apple working out and and creating the the programming power and the and the silicon to handle this type of manipulation so that when they come out with their AR glasses, the glasses will pair with your phone and your phone will be the place that has the engine underneath it that does all this. 
and uh, and lidar gives them a better ver- image, a better um, computational image of of three dimensional space. Okay, and it's right. uh, laser something. It's like a laser radar is basically what it is. So it's a laser beam that's that that scans the room. You don't see it, of course, but it's a laser that is is essentially putting out signals and then seeing things and and reading how those are bounced back so that it can then get a a feel for all the objects in three-dimensional space that it's pointed at. And from there, be able to then provide location information to then put uh, virtual things in that space. Okay, well, that's, you know, uh, in in the application in cars for... uh, driverless vehicles that's considered a key technology there as well Mm -hmm. absolutely right yeah so it spills over and clearly they've gotten the lidar which used to be a big spinning giant thing up on top of a car down to a small little thing that fits inside of an ipad and possibly now in an iphone as well so they've they've shrunk that technology down significantly um you know so it doesn't look like a, a, a radar dish spinning around like you see in, right. on the Navy ships and stuff. Um, obviously not as strong and powerful and doesn't have the range that those larger systems have. But well, uh, yeah, but within a room, so. yeah, absolutely, right. within a room. You know, And they would probably have a bigger, stronger one that they would put on a car so it could see further and out you know, in advance. So I imagine that they will use that as or sell that as part of something that they develop for, for cars, self-driving cars as well. But I imagine that what they'll do is they'll put LiDAR sensors in the corners of your glasses so that that then is providing the information that is then processed by the phone that then goes back up to a little projector that then projects either retinally or on the glass of your glasses so that you can then, you know, while you're talking to somebody, have screen information about what's there, have have uh, virtual yellow brick road in front of you telling you how to go from here to there. So... Um, Excuse me. You have fully heads up um, display, essentially giving you information mm-hmm. about. You know, I mean, imagine walking through a museum or a um, national park and being, you know, having information about what you're looking at being presented to you. So you don't have to have signs up and stuff. Places that then have to be maintained and and kept and 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 cluttering the view of something you know it's it's you're you're getting information about you know hey this tree and how old it was and when this tree was you know like in sequoia they've got trees that were were you know already 100 foot tall when jesus was walking the earth i mean you know there's 2000 plus year old trees um the you know, and, 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 you know, they've got a certain amount of signage for some trees, but other trees, they don't. Well, if it's a virtual thing, they can p- put more and more in there and you can get all kinds of, you know, you can dig down to whatever level of information you want. Um, yeah. Now, so now the, now the reason, the reason I asked you about the LIDAR uh, thing was because uh, the, the other potentially really big uh, presentation on the 15th could very well be that uh, we're, we're going to take a pretty giant step toward the uh, long-awaited and promised uh, AR, you know? Yeah, well, you know, Apple, you know, Apple's been talking about it for years now. I mean, at least yeah. five years they've been talking about what's going on in AR, and, and, and they've been adding more and more sensors and stuff into AR in phones, and I can't see that this is all just so that we can walk around and see, you know... Um, 
the little Apple logo sitting on my desk while holding up a phone right. in front of my face. That's, you know, right. so, you know, what is that all leading to? How are they going to use that AR? That's a huge question. They're investing millions, perhaps billions of dollars in this because they keep doing more and more and more, you know, AR capabilities. Absolutely. And so far we've seen yeah. almost no payoff. They have to know somewhere down the road what it is that they're going to be doing. And you know it's got to be something that they're going to then drop on us that nobody else can do. Right? So yep. that they will have at That's least right. a two-year lead on everybody else. Because everybody else is then going to be scrambling to go, oh, shoot, we need to put that in our phones now. You know? Sure. And figure out that oh, yeah. tech. Yeah, because Apple is unique in the world in the uh, ability to have, first of all, have the money to go pursue these things. And secondly, to have the necessary technologies, both in hardware and software, as well as uh, the uh, innovative side that it takes to develop a lot of this capability. And you put that all together, and uh, pretty soon they're going to have to say something or else throw it, throw it in the bag because people are getting impatient and say, well, <laughs> stop talking about it if you don't have something to give me, you know, I mean, I can buy yeah. So I mean, I'm, they I'm they've think, shown I'm like the. They, we, we should be getting real clo close to where we can go purchase a product, and uh, and maybe that's uh, uh, what we'll be able to do. I don't know if it'd be in all phones, but at least in uh, the more powerful ones that they put out, uh, mm -hmm. uh, something that will really get you excited about AR again. So yeah. Well, I don't. That, I don't think it's. I don't think it's the phone itself. I think the phone is the hub. And the phone is the testing platform for developing the technology. But what I don't know what the product is at the end. It's not just a phone. It's not a better phone. You know, I yeah. think the phone is like it's the personal technology hub. And like your watch attaches to it and your ear pods attach to it. I think they're going to have glasses that attach to it so that your phone will be the processing hub for everything. But you have all these little accessories that add functionality. But, yeah, there's got to be more to AR than the Lego game where I can build a virtual Lego house and, and see my little people animated walking through my house, you know, because they demoed that two or three years ago. And, you know, if that's well, the extent yeah. of what AR is, is, is some, some hokey little games, then why do we keep talking about it? There's more behind that. Well, well it, that, that's, that leads to glass as being a big part of this, you know, right. the introduction of, the, of a new product. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is that the, I think glasses are going to have to come along as a, uh, an, a an additional thing that attaches to your phone. So you'll have your AirPods for sound, and you'll have your your uh, your watch for biometric stuff, and then the glasses will probably add some more biometric stuff. But then they're going to also be an information delivery system, right? So that you will now right. be able to get some visual information without. Uh, looking down at a phone or a uh, an iPad or a computer. And in fact, I can see somebody at Apple probably has seen the same photos that we've all seen or been in places where we've all seen all of the adults and, and teens are sitting, looking down at their hand, holding a phone, you know, and going, right. why are they doing that? You know, why is everybody, you know, the, all, the, the, you know, why are you at your kid's, recital and you're not watching your kid you're watching the screen while you videotape your kid or not videotape but digitally record your child you know put the dumb thing down right. let your glasses record what it is you're seeing and and uh 
and watch your child live life a little bit, not through this little device. And I think that they, they, you know, are proud of the phones they make, but they also see that there's, you know, that they have changed the way we, we interact with the world in not necessarily always positive ways. And I think that Apple's saying, well, you know, we, we can do better. We can fix that. And so I think that that's what glass is going to end up being or, you know, whatever they end up calling it. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about that to me. I don't, I don't think they're going to surprise us with that at this announcement though. I would bet that's not going to happen. Yeah, probably not. But the, the, uh, the big thing about glass is that they have also really taken in what happened to Google when they, Google had their glass out there and how, uh, intrusive that was, and in fact, right. people punching, punching out people with with a stupid Google right. Glass on because they were taking pictures when people didn't want it. You know. Yeah. Well, so, and you know that's uh, the thing. I mean, it's weird how they reacted to that because you're walking around with a camera on your face, but nobody seems to have an issue with some ding dong walking into a public bathroom while he's looking at his phone. It's got cameras on both sides of it. You know, well, I mean, there, frankly, there, there should be been, a law that you have to put all those things away. Yeah, but you see, because of all these uh, protest movements and stuff, you see people out there with mm-hmm. their iPhones being held up in the air to take photos so they can go oh, home sure. and show mom what, what they've seen, you know? Yeah, well, or Maybe put it online so that they can show, I mean, right. how, how much of the, the Black Lives Matter movement has happened because technology has allowed them to record it and show it to you, you know? How many how many people have been beaten up, you know, in history, uh, for being different, whether it's black or or you know, Asian or, you know, not from this area, you know, whatever it might be, um, and you know, never ever had any proof of who did it or that it actually happened or that it might have been the police that actually did it, you know. Now, yeah. you've got video evidence. Now that doesn't always tell the story, but it tells you what happened. You can see what happened. You know, there may be more to the story, but, you know, that wouldn't have happened 15 years ago. It didn't happen 15 years ago. People weren't walking around with their VHS slung over their shoulder, the VHS camcorders, you know, getting, getting, because you didn't have it with you. You'd have to go run and get it and charge the battery and get the tape. And, you know, now you pull out your phone, hit a button. Yep. You know, I mean, that's just, it absolutely changed the world in uh, lots of ways. You know, that's just one. But, um, yeah. But like I said, one of those that's not necessarily positive is it hasn't changed the world in terms of us like actually seeing the world around us because we tend to look at the world on a little screen even when we're out and about. Where you know you can be in a beautiful place. I've been in in national parks when it's absolutely gorgeous and watch people walking right. around looking down at their phone. And then when somebody says, "Oh look," they'll stand up, hold their phone between their face and whatever it is they're looking at so that they can record what they're looking at instead of actually just right. looking <laughs> at this beautiful thing, you know? It's like, really? Right. That's that's how you're going to do it, you know? And you can kind of excuse it for teenagers. I remember we were at the Grand Canyon one time, and I was reading a book, and you guys had to chase me out of the out of the RV, RV. basically, <laughs> to, to go watch, to go see the beautiful canyon, you know, because I was being a stinking teenager. Um, you know, and so you almost excuse that, but when you see adults doing it, it's like, come on, you went through all the effort to go out here, to be out here in nature and see all this beauty. And that's what you're going to do is, is walk around, you know, staring at a camera, staring at a phone, 
So, yeah, I'm I'm but, really looking forward to to their implementation of glass. Uh, um, uh, I have a important phone call coming in, Todd. I'm going to have to drop out here a minute. Okay, go ahead and take your call. No worries. Okay. All right. Well, while he's gone, um, I will kind of go over some of the rumors that are. Oh, I can still hear him talking. I got to mute him. Hold on. Let's mute him. Um, let's see. Can I, does that mute him? Yes, I did. No, it doesn't. How do I mute him without hanging up on him? Oh, here, hold on. Let's do this. June. All right. He be muted now. So, um, now, uh, yeah, I was going to go through the rumors uh, that... What is it that the, 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 the experts, the supposed experts are saying is going to be there? We kind of talked about them a little bit. So obviously the new uh, Apple phones are one of the things that is supposed to be um, uh, in the mix. And uh, so they're calling them iPhone 12s. Apple may call them iPhone 12s. They may call them, you know, iPhone uh, 11s's. Um, if the rumor is that they're going to a design that looks more like the iPhone 4 and 5 with flat sides, flat edges, uh, and, a, and a perimeter of steel or aluminum, then it probably makes sense that they will change the name uh, to 12 or, or something else. Um, in that it's, you know, it's physically getting a different look. Whereas uh, usually the S phone is the same sort of design as the previous phone but with updated guts. Um, so, you know, if that was the case, though, you know, the 11 is the same as the 10S and the 10, essentially, in design. Uh, you know, the first ones that didn't have the button at the bottom with the full screen. So, I don't know. It's hard to say. Apple's, you know, it, their, their previous consistency has been shaken up a little bit. They went for, essentially, three generations with one design and 1S and, and two numbers. I mean, so hard to say what they're going to call it. But they're expecting um, three phones again, sort of like they did the last time. So they'll have like a, let's say it's a 12. So they'll have a 12. And then they'll have a 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max, which will be the biggest of the phones. And as my dad was saying, the 12 Pro Max is rumored to have the high-speed 3G because it'll have more batteries and that'll suck more power. And then the others won't. There's also, I've heard talk that maybe both the pros will have that higher speed. Uh, I said 3G. I meant 5G. Um, losing losing count on my Gs here. Um, and so uh, they're saying that the new lineup will be the, uh, the uh, iPhone 12, the iPhone SE, which is essentially the size of a iPhone original iPhone 8. Um, with a button at the bottom and the iPhone 11 guts in it. Um, the iPhone 10, the iPhone 12, the iPhone 11, and then the 12 plus. So that's kind of what they're predicting now is the, uh, but rumor has it that the iPhone 12 will actually be a smidge smaller, uh, physically than the SE. So a little bit smaller than the eight. So people have been complaining about not having a little bit smaller phone. So we will see how that, ha you know, what happens there and whether or not that actually is the case. That would surprise me a little bit if there was actually a, uh, the, the rumored 5.4 inch phone that is physically smaller than the iPhone SE. 
Um, I expect that they will do something very similar to what they did this last time, which means that they'll have uh, a 12 and a 12 plus. Uh, the 12 will be roughly the same size as the iPhone X, the iPhone XS, and the 11. Um, that the uh, uh, the the 12 Pro will be about the same as those. The the uh, 11, the iPhone 11, um, will be about the same size as 12. I expect that the the uh, 12 and 12 Pro and 12 Pro Max will be about the same size as the 11, 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max. But, you know, rumor has it that the 12 will, will come in a smaller size. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Time will tell. Um, I know that I had always gotten, I had the, the, the 7 Max and the 6 Max and uh, decided to go with just the 11. I didn't want the 11 max because i was tired of big big phones and so this downsized a little bit for me i actually got a bigger screen because they got rid of the the forehead and the chin but i got um, a little bit smaller phone so um you know we'll see how that works um up oh, you're back welcome thank you I yeah i i muted you I muted you because I heard you talking in the background on the phone, and obviously you didn't want that recorded, and I didn't want to hear it. So <laughs> I uh, uh, so I had to go check every once in a while to see if you were back because I had no other way of knowing it unless you texted me or something. Um, so anyway, um, I was just kind of going through and talking about the the supposition that they will have uh, three levels of phone, much like they did with the 11s. Although one of the rumors is saying that the 12 will actually start with a smaller phone that'll be somewhere between the old SE and the new SE2, in that it'll be a smaller physical phone uh, than the current iPhone SE2. I have my doubts about that. I don't know that they're going to have a an iPhone, you know, a flagship iPhone 12 smaller than the iPhone SE uh, I, unless I, they. I <laughs> Unless they drop the SE altogether, which I can't see them doing that. They just introduced it. So so my guess is, no, that's not going to happen. Um, but, yeah. So we'll see. Time will tell. We'll know in a week. We'll know in a yeah, week. We'll know. So but, the but rumor that is that... That just doesn't make any sense to me because the, the SE fits a need for a certain group, especially a lot of Far East countries, and, and uh, so that that's a different market that they're addressing, and uh, yeah, they do, they don't well, want the same number on a on a deluxe or a phone with a lot of different capabilities. Sure, and I think that there's there's people who all if they want a small phone and they really really like that button, then um, then you know they've got the SE, and you know if you if you compare that to like the the ten and the eleven pro you know those those the the smallest of the top line phone it's not significantly mm-hmm. different in size it's it's i mean it's a little yeah. bit bigger and obviously it has a much bigger screen because it's all screen there's no forehead and chin on it um so on the watch the rumor is that the watch is uh possibly going to have uh blood oxygen monitoring so you can get your uh pulse ox with it um exactly yeah and that's something that uh, a lot of people, if you're working out a lot, if you have any kind of um, lung capacity issues, which would be a big deal during COVID, um, you know, but anybody who has uh, COPD, 
you're checking your blood ox all the time to see if you're getting enough oxygen into your system and you're monitoring that you know and that's a, a scale from like zero to 100 and obviously zero you're dead in fact they say anything under 90 is considered not healthy long term and so you want to make sure that you've got plenty of oxygen in your blood um, and there's little finger things that you can put on and you can buy them for like 30 bucks and they clamp onto your finger and tell you how much oxygen is in your blood and what your pulse is easy enough for them to put that you know they use basically a uh, a bright led shining under your skin and they can figure that out so um you know i i honestly surprised that that wasn't one of the things they put in the watch fairly early on but like the ekg i think it requires government approval so maybe that's why it's taken a while yeah well the thing about the watch that was news this past week is how apple's share of the market has grown uh, phenomenally fairly recently like they use a seven to one uh, correspondence with other devices so uh that's that's significant it's just totally blown away i don't the other know competitors. i think i think the information is maybe recent but i don't think the 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 uh actual case of that happening is recent um i read an article over a year ago that said apple already outsells every other phone or every other watch not just yeah. smartwatches but all the watches, Timex, Swiss, Citizen, Seiko, yeah. everything. Apple is the number one watch seller in the world suddenly. Uh, and yeah, sud- well, by, suddenly, well, I, by suddenly, I mean over the last five or six years. Yeah, the report I'm looking at only deals with the digital world, you know, the Fitbits and Samsungs and whatever. Yeah. But the significant thing there is is that the other guys have lost a lot of business. They, they are actually right. going down in terms of share. Right. You know? And, that, and while Apple is proceeding in a positive fashion, almost 10% uh, over well, the period. Well, Android, uh, Android has been a, a huge flop in the watch world. They, you know, they compete, obviously, they sell more phones than Apple does in the phones. But, you know, they all rely on somebody else to make their chips. Qualcomm made one chip for a watch, and they've never really updated it. And so their only chip that's even available for watches for, for non, um, non-Apple watches is five years old i mean they just there there was not enough market there for qualcomm to invest in doing other things and qualcomm had to put a lot of their money in retooling and redesigning their chips so that they could create 64-bit chips because apple dropped (laughs) 64-bit chips on the phone on them two years ago and so yep qualcomm was playing catch up and putting all of their engineering in that instead of in trying to create a watch chip and so I had read that they were getting ready to release a new watch chip, if if not now, in the near future. And so perhaps they're going to, you know, bounce back a little bit there. But, um, uh, yeah, that's not been... And then, you know, Fitbit got sold to Google. And it there's, there's also ways to manipulate that. If you include the cheap, like, little $100 Fitbits, then Fitbit, at least at one point, was outselling Apple. But if you comp- if you only include the ones that are really you know like smart watch type watches that are roughly the same price as Apple, then Apple outsells Fitbit by quite a bit. So you know it just depends yeah. on where you decide to draw the line. Um, that said, Fitbit has largely abandoned a lot of the really cheap little trackers too. They're pitching all these like watch type things as opposed to just saying, hey, you can't have this little you know thing on your wrist that doesn't give you a lot of information it just tracks stuff and puts it on your phone for you 
And to yeah. me, that I mean, I guess they make more money per sale, but it seems like they're giving up a lot of uh, a lot of market because I I think there's a lot of people who who say I don't want a digital watch. If I'm going to wear a watch, I've got a nice watch that's jewelry that I want to wear, but I still want to have that smart functionality. Why can't I, you know, why are you taking away the options for these, these just cheap little trackers? And, uh, you know, I mean, Fitbit still sells one that's a hundred bucks or so, but you know, seems like they're, by by the way, I should mention that, and they do include it in the article here that, uh, to a significant, there is a significant impact on this market time that they're covering when there were a lot of store closures and all these other uh, manufacturers were depending on store sales to, to sell their product. Right. You know, and, and yeah. that's what really fell off the cliff for them, you know, because nobody out there to sell them. Yeah, that's got to hurt, you know, and I'm sure you can go to the Fitbit site and sell buy the stuff or, or you can get them on Amazon too, but, but um, yeah. You know, I think a lot of that stuff is probably sold. You know, gyms have been closed, and I would sure. bet you yeah. bet you cash money that that a lot of gyms sell Fitbits in their shop. You know, yep, yep. Health oriented people. That's the place. You know, you, that's where you're at. So they'd be crazy you know, if they weren't selling. Dramat- them. When you see dramatic things like that uh, happening, you got to tie it to what's going on in our. That's dramatic yeah. in the real world. You know. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's going to have it. Imp- probably had an impact in lots of things, not just at you know. I mean, I bet Apple watches probably had an impact as well. Um, well, know, positive. Well, or no, negative. it shows that it shows that they grew during this same period. So right, how, how but, that happened, I don't know. So but there was a positive people, impact there. More maybe more people get their their Apple watches through the mail uh, from directly from Apple than we know. I don't know what the ratio would be. You know, I mean, yeah. they have their stores, but. They do a lot of online sales. Yeah, I think I think I mean Apple doesn't break it out for us, but I think probably they sell as much, if not more, online than they do in person, uh, especially for the smaller things. You know, uh, you may not buy your computer yeah. that way, but quite frankly, I think a lot of people buy their computer that way too because it's not like they have to sit down and they need help figuring out which computer to get. You know, Apple has a very limited yeah. line when it comes to laptops. You know, pick from these three. You know, it's pick one. Yeah. You know, well, there, there's three price uh, points. Pick pick the price point that works for you and buy that one. Yeah. You know, anyway, and so I think uh, they sell a, big, a lot online. Yeah. The other thing that happened recently is, did you could you believe the uh, drop that one day of almost ten percent uh, in terms of Apple stock? I mean, I just have to bring it up because it happened. And yeah. It was a real shocker. Of course, they're back to about. Well, I think the last I had seen it was two to three percent down. They're still down, yeah. but it's recovered yeah. mostly. They're four dollars <laughs> down on the day right now. They're four dollars down on the day at one hundred and sixteen, uh, and almost one hundred and seventeen. They're just under one hundred and seventeen dollars per yeah. share. Um, yeah. And of course, that's post split that they did a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. Remember, they were at yeah. four hundred and something. So. But anyway, I'm yeah. glad I'm not an Apple investor now because, you know, there's just no reading this. It's just total luck whether you've got, you know, when you get in and out. Uh, I, I remember, yeah. though, when I, when I used to, when I first started investing in Apple, how I hated these times when there was such instability. 
because mm-hmm. uh, it was opportunity to get real get rich in a short time or lose a lot in a short time and one time i i really and and you never forget these where you really lose a chunk and it took me six months of long and slow slogging to get back to where i was you know yeah. and to an investor that's always the nasty you know you 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 just have to make up your mind you're not going to lose a bundle of money <laughs> uh stick with it you know and yeah fortunately yeah I was if, with if you company trust the company is going to bounce back then you just you're patient but sometimes yep. that takes a lot of willpower <laughs> oh yeah a lot of willpower it, it hurt you know for a long time i was kind of suffering yeah. you know <laughs> yeah well and there's a lot you of people tell- who go cut and run right cut your losses and run and uh yeah. you know that's that's not how you make money that's <laughs> just no. you know yeah. if you keep something till it do- drops and then that's when you sell it that's how you lose money that's the definition of losing money <laughs> right so anyway uh, uh we don't need to talk any more about the the markets but uh, that that was a significant mm-hmm. event when that happened and uh, and, yeah. and i could just feel for a lot of guys out there that yeah. you know had just maybe new to retail and the thing just kept like it was never going to end going up so they suddenly jumped in and then all the professionals yeah. saw this and man they just took it from them just took their money yep, yep. well and it wasn't just apple yeah. i mean it was it was tech stocks across the board oh, yeah. that had a really yeah. really bad week yep you know yep. and it, you know and so a lot of people look at it and say well that was just an adjustment you know yeah. it happens yeah. They balloon up and well, then and then investors go, wait a minute, wait a minute, those aren't realistic numbers. Well, and 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 right after that, you read about the professional traders who basically uh, what they they say, well, they they took their profits, you know. Well, they just they just stole the money that that came in from these you know newbies in the market and walked away with mm-hmm. it. And says, oh, I'll take my profits, and then a few days later, <laughs> they're. They're back in business, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a tricky game. I'm glad I'm glad I'm at an age where I just don't even want to think about that anymore because it's well, it's yeah. too risky when you get my age. Yeah, well, at any in any substantial amount of number money anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. Well, I was I was look at, when when I was really playing it where I watched every day almost hourly. I mean, I was tracking what was going on uh you know that was a an additional source of income is the way i saw it you know basically paid for our travels a lot of the time when i was a full-time RVing. you know yeah but you had to spend a lot of time and thought focused on what was going on to be aware you know and you chose to invest in a field that you understood pretty well the 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 technology but the, you know the, right. the scary thing about that is is understanding the technology doesn't necessarily mean you that you can you know understand how others are going to react to that and that's what really the stock market is is it's that's how right. are other people right. reacting to that information you know and yep so, so, so you're, you know, you're really a, studying pe- people's behaviors while you're doing it you got to be a social scientist yeah. as well as a technology one so yep Anyway, it's yep. uh, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it, and I made money at it. You know, I didn't. I can't yeah. say I got rich at it, but kept me uh, when I kept me profits. When I was teaching, I taught a class in uh, business, and one of the things we did was 
a virtual stock market within the classroom. So everybody started with like, I don't know, $1,000 or $10,000, you know, it was just virtual. But then we tracked actual stocks. So you each, each time we met in class, you had to go in and, and, uh, and log whether you lost or gained money and you could then buy or sell to, you know, try to determine how it worked. And, uh, both times, ironically, both times that, uh, I did it with classes, the person who won bought one stock and held it the entire semester and sold it at the end and won and, yep. and made more money than anybody else. And one guy bought Starbucks <laughs> and one bought, guy bought Apple and they held it for an entire oh. semester, sold it at the end of the semester. They won. Now, part of that was yep. timing. You know, if they, if they happened to hit it, sure. you know, during a downturn at the end of the semester, they might not have been the winner. But it was interesting to show, to, to see, there's that temptation to be buying and selling and be doing something, right? And, and as doing yeah. it, I didn't, even, I didn't even include like a transaction cost because I could have done that, you know, to make it more real. I could have said, well, and every time you trade, you have to pay a fee. But I didn't do that. I just said, okay, we're just going to, you know, make it as simple as possible. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, very interesting to see. Uh, the lesson there, right? It's like, don't get too antsy. Just sit with stuff. Right. And especially over the <laughs> c- course of a semester, we're talking three months maybe, you know, 16 weeks. Well, it's like, well, see, the other philosophy that I have is I could see that uh, uh, the, there's never – uh, very many, or if if any, stocks that sort of move together in any consistent way, because most of these businesses are quite radically different, even within just the technology arena, and so uh, you can't uh, manage multiple stocks on your own without uh, getting confused. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it requires so much attention with just a single stock that I was a single stock investor. I just didn't feel I had the time to get to know how the uh, other investors treated it, you know, that a particular stock. Yeah. The Apple investors were a different crowd than the Google investors and so forth. They right. Different than the next, you know. Yeah. So, does require anyway. a certain amount of, of effort and self-education to be competent to do that stuff. And even when you feel like you're competent, you know, it's, it's a crapshoot. Yep. You know. Yep. You're gambling in a sense, and you've got to understand that. Oh, oh, oh definitely. The stock market's not much different than Vegas at all, uh, except that Vegas is almost totally random, whereas there's there's a few constants with the market that you get to know for, for with right or on yeah. on certain stocks. You know. Yeah, it's it's more. I would I would equate it to if you're going to pick a Vegas game, poker, because you're reading other people and trying to understand yeah. how they're reacting to what it is they're seeing. Versus how you react to what you're seeing, right? Right. And so, and so, it's a yep. lot of reading, reading the, reading the table. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, um, what about air tags? Do you have any interest in air tags? I've thought about those, and I I can't see how uh, individual uh, customers consumers will will find a lot of use for that. Uh, I guess maybe uh, I'll. I'll probably buy uh, three or four of them uh, and just see if they make any sense just because I don't expect it to be very expensive uh, and uh, yeah. just to get to know about them. But, you know, it's it's only for things that you really do not want to lose. You know, put one in your wallet seems like a logical thing. You know? Well, it depends uh, on how they're shaped. You know, the, the, the images yeah. that they're showing of them make them look like they're a quarter-inch thick little, like, uh, you know, 
50 cent pieces and if they're that thick yeah. and that size then then i ha- i question yeah. their value um that said you know there's a whole market come up around and there's more than one company but the leader is a company called tile doing bluetooth trackers like this now these yeah. ostensibly will have some some capabilities that those won't have um and some accuracy and and obviously they'll tie into every you know, every phone and every iPhone in the world will be able to help you find your lost thing. If somebody with an iPhone walks by, they'll recognize that that AirTag is there and notify you where it is, which is hugely valuable. But um, yeah. I I have found that they're really handy. Like I have put um, uh, used the tiles in the past, put them on my keychain, and so found my keys that I had misplaced. Um, yeah, because you could also make them beep. You know, you can like it'll not only tell you where where it's at, but make it beep. And then Apple put that U chip in their in their devices recently that allows you to get directional information. So not only will it tell you if you're close, but it'll tell you which direction to face, so you know how you know and yeah. then how close you are. So literally, will breadcrumb you right to the device. Um, yeah. You know, it, I uh, my like my coaching else. backpack. No, no. Yeah. You know, I've until, I've used the tiles, and in fact, I have. Go ahead. I, I, I'm I'm sure that uh, there will be some people who will say they're absolutely necessary, essential. I couldn't live without them, and there will be others who will try them and say, "Well, you know, okay, but I'm not buying anymore." <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just, I mean, it depends on your use cases. Um, you know, it. it um, I can see people putting them in suitcases when they travel, so that they you know can find their suitcase um, more easily. Uh, as it comes down the ramp in the airport, right? You don't have to worry about whether or right. not, uh, you know, you don't have to look for it. You can go, yep, that one's it. Mine's coming. Um, yep. Like I said, or women's purses so that you, you can keep track of where your purse is. Um, yep. I mean, I, I think almost every woman I've known has at some point been somewhere and go, okay, it's time to leave. Where's my purse? <laughs> you know? yep. It's just, yep. you know, this makes that a little easier. You don't have to worry about it. Just click a button and find it. The, um, like I started to say, I used, I have used them in my coach's backpack, which I, uh, use daily when I'm able to coach. Obviously right now with COVID, I'm not coaching or unfortunately, maybe not obviously, but unfortunately I'm not coaching. Um, (laughs) but just to make sure that I know where it is and I can track it, you know, whether it's trying to find it before I leave, uh, sort of like the women's purse, right? I don't use it quite as daily as they do, but I, I keep track of it. The, um, yeah. you know, so there's lots of things like that, that I have done, uh, you know, to, uh, I have created just to kind of know where I'm at. Um, and I've used the tiles previously for this, but the tiles, two things. One is you only get, they only get identified to help you find things when they're outside of the reach of your phone. When, um, when you, uh, when somebody who's running the tile app is within range. So if there, if somebody who's running the tile app, because they also use tiles is within range of it. And they've given that app access to Bluetooth in the background. Then whenever they pass by it, they won't get notified, but their phone will recognize that one of my tiles is there and it will be sent up to the cloud. And then I'll get notified that my tile was last seen in this location. Ah, okay. Okay. But building that into the operating system means that anybody with an iPhone will be able to do that for me. So it's much, much better value to me. Now the tiles sell for about twenty-five bucks a piece, and 
the battery inside dies after a year and change. And I've had several of them yeah. now that are popping up on the tile app saying you need to replace your tile and have for a while because I've been waiting for Apple to release theirs to see if theirs is better because I have no doubt they will be. But if tile is selling theirs for 25, I bet Apple sells theirs for 45. <laughs> you know, that's just that's no, the way it goes. I think they were that expensive. Huh? I, I won't be buying several. <laughs> yeah. Buy one to start with. Yeah. And we'll see. We'll see where Apple is. And I bet that, you know, if if Apple comes out with them, Tile's going to immediately drop their price down because, you know, internally, uh, there's probably, you know, $3 worth of, of technology in those things. The battery is probably the most expensive thing in the in the little box. Um, yeah. But Tile comes in several form yeah. factors, some of them with little uh, loops so you can stick them on keychains, and then they've got one that's very flat that's designed to stick in a wallet. Um so, you know, it remains to be seen what apples will look like and how they'll be used. So, yeah. But it's one of those things that's it's on the list. So I'm, I'm curious to see uh, if it truly is going to be a, uh, a product and uh, what they look like, how they work. Well, you know, I, I thought that uh, also associated with this technology that was one of the major things that they saw them being useful for was the ability to go into a store and have a complete map of the store so the store could put these things out somewhere and navigate and tell you know you could find what you wanted in their store now whether they'll do that or not because stores have always had this philosophy is i don't want them to find it right away i want them to see other things that i'm selling i want them to wander around looking for it yeah, yeah, so I'm not sure the philosophy supports that kind of a use, but uh, at least it was nice to think that you could at least navigate around inside instead of, you know, like you can when you're outside, but you don't have satellites now. You're just going by mm-hmm. uh, these markers, you know, uh, maybe I think, a mall. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think what you're talking about was a different technology that Apple had had. Uh, um, uh, done, and that was through the R, and that that one used RFID tags, and it was um, uh, designed much much cheaper. So those tags would be printed for like less than a dollar, or, or you know, a couple dollars a piece, and that those tied into it. I didn't think that was the same but, as the Air tags. I thought it was two different technologies. Well, it well it could be, but it wouldn't necessarily have to be. Once you have the ability, basically, to detect little markers different oh, places. Sure. you know you can do it uh with even multiple technologies if you want in different applications that that doesn't really matter you know you got the oh i understand but but what i'm saying that. is i think that you're kind of uh you're you're conflating what was talked about as two different technologies at one point in time doesn't mean that they're oh. not necessarily going to overlap at this point you know um because i remember they they apple had done something with certain baseball stadiums where they had the other other technology the one you're talking about so you could like find where the bathrooms and where the where the nearest snack bar was or things like that within um certain spaces and i think that i don't think that's the same underlying technology as the air tags um but i could be wrong or it could be a different application of the same technology i i just uh i need more clarity there because my recollection was there was another sort of tech they were talking about for that indoor more accurate indoor mapping um 
you know, it surprised me because Apple has a lot of mall stores uh, out that, that Apple hasn't like, you know, cut a deal with the companies that own the malls to map yeah. all of the malls internally and set that up. But I understand that a lot of them that they have that in this most recent update with Apple Maps, that there's a lot of of um, like uh, public spaces, malls and, and other you know parks and things like that, that are now more accurately mapped for walking so that you well, can now get good walking directions. I, 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 I kind of doubt if anything exciting is going to happen in the mall market anytime soon because they have been upset by this COVID oh, yeah. deal. Uh, to a great extent, and you know whether malls will even make it is a still open question. It very uh, much is, yeah. <laughs> if they're going to announce something that's going to help malls, it better be more exciting than help you find the store you were looking for. Right. <laughs> they need more so, than uh, that to help them uh, be successful. Yep. So, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> crazy times we're living in you, you never know what you know the future is going to really hold because there's been so much change uh mm -hmm. and and to the great benefit of all tech probably amazon more than anybody but apple to a large extent too because a lot of people wanted uh uh you know uh, apparently watches and phones during this period because the market mm -hmm. was good to them yeah you know it didn't drop. yeah well you know a lot of i people, think a lot a lot of people like the watches because the Apple Watch has lots of um, uh, activities that you can measure. Like they have, you know, indoor biking and indoor uh, walking. So if you have a treadmill or an indoor bike or something, and a lot of people because they're not going out uh, are are doing yep. that. Or even if you are going out, you know, in your neighborhood walking or running or whatever, um, that that a lot of that is tied into the app. And they found that you know Apple's a really good. Uh, health app watch and too much sitting at home you know there's that that ongoing conversation about your covid 20 that you put on because a lot of people put on weight especially during the first mm -hmm. few months of this because you were just sitting around too much and so they've <laughs> you know found ways to be active and and one way of re getting reminded to be active and be and to to get out of that chair is to have your apple watch on right my yeah. apple watch yeah. nags me to get up every hour and move around <laughs> Yeah, in fact, uh, I, I just saw a good friend who lives in our neighborhood this morning. I drove the scooter down there and because uh, I had to take a check to him. But anyway, uh, I hadn't seen him in a long time, and the first thing that was obvious is I says, man, you've lost a lot of weight. <laughs> and he had a nice comment for it. He says, yeah, it's around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking around the house, you know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh uh, you know, not everybody's gaining weight. Some people are are uh, spending the time taking better care of themselves, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I, I started out gaining weight, and I have now switched to the trying to take better care of myself. So I'm actually ahead of the game right now. Um, but, yeah. yeah, you've got to make a conscious effort, right? Otherwise, it's easy to just be a slug when, the, when, when everything's locked down. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, uh, don't have kinda anything else out on of, my list. Yeah, kind of running out so, of stuff. So I think it's probably time to kind of wrap it up. Um, we've been going for a little over an hour. So um, thanks for joining us. This has been Generation Tech. Uh, I'm Todd Brinker, and uh, 
we would I'm Jack hope, Brinker. <laughs> hope to see you again soon. Goodbye. Okay, enjoy it, Todd. Bye.